0: Hi, and welcome to What's Next. I'm Therese, your host. This is part two of um, augmented reality uses in architecture, and today we're gonna highlight the negative sides. Of augmented and also parts of virtual reality um, uses in architecture. So um, a growing number of companies is already using extended reality and extended reality means um, virtual and augmented reality um, means actually everything that has nothing to do with the real world. And last time I talked about the advantages how useful AR and VR can be. And um, when I did my research to the negative um to the negative parts of the AR and VR uses, there were two dangers that I read over and over again. And that's danger to privacy and danger to mental health. So a lot of people are afraid of losing their privacy and maybe um, getting confused between the real world and the virtual world. So maybe um, we should start off by explaining extended reality. So extended reality um, has its value by gathering and interpreting data, our personal data. Um, For example, every time we use AR, We are exposing data about ourselves. So it's like the simplest things that we do every day uh, a couple of times. Um, For example, um, filters. We're using filters on Instagram, on Snapchat, Facebook, whatever. It gathers our biometric data because we're we're showing our whole face and, and it also gathers our speech and our facial expression. So it's not just that we're taking a picture and putting a pretty filter over it. Um, no, by doing this, we're just giving away our identity. So everybody that gets the data of our face could actually steal our identity and another example that i also um, talked about in i think a couple of episodes earlier were the advantages of google glasses so like the workflow and the self-education and the quality of work were the positive sides but we should not forget that this those glasses could potentially capture everything that we're seeing and hearing. So if you're in a meeting, in a private meeting in your office or in your company or whatever, and you talk about the internal process or internal meetings or maybe confidential stuff and... You don't know who's listening and who actually stores your information. Or example, if you're doing a competition, um, you are totally into the design process, you're using your Google Glass or HoloLenses by Microsoft, and somebody is just reporting your data and maybe steals your idea or whatever. And who knows who's... Accessing the data and what they're doing with it. A really big use of um, augmented reality is in those cosmetic apps. So you use the app and you can choose your lipstick, your eyeshadow, um, checking if the color of your makeup fits your skin tone, whatever. Um, people love trying this. And figuring out what fits best for them and um, being making the best version of themselves and showing them their face in every detail. And by using this app, you also show them your insecurities. Um, Whatever you feel like is not perfect in your face, what you would like to change or to cover... Um, make your sn- no smaller or um, whatever. And the question is, what part of the data is stored? And if we take this example and put it into architecture, like designing the façade by using AR, um, you can you just have your your base, your design, and you put AR over your design. So you can choose your materials, your color, the size of the windows, what kind of windows and the aspired value and the characteristics that you want this facade to have, the expression of it. And um, you can choose all of this in AR. And what happens with the data? Um, I mean there's still the question, who uses it? Um, but this is not only in AR, the topic, but also in virtual reality. Because when we use virtual reality, we create and often share personal data about our behavior. And at the moment, um, most of the people experience virtual reality in the realm of gaming but um, the work is already ongoing on creating online shared virtual reality spaces for socializing that you can do your meetings there and um, whatnot and if you create your avatar that represents you you use your data and this avatar with your data becomes like tied to your real-life person so you can actually make payments in virtual reality Um, which sounds like uh, crazy right now but um, this is coming and and at the moment we're using media like uh, Microsoft teams to communicate due to corona Um, But if we go one step further and imagine ourselves um, being in a meeting um, through your created avatar in a space in virtual reality, um, the lines get kind of blurry between the real and the virtual world and um, the boundaries, I think um, they get blurred too. And I think a lot of people... Um. Um. Then it's it's not that clear that turning on your phone and putting a filter over your face is that this is already AR, and those blurred lines between real and virtual or augmented, um, could have a big issue on our mental health, um, because the rise of sharing so much about your private information. And the merge of social media could open up um, a whole new way of hiding from the real world. And there are already people that, that are hiding from the real world and just um, trying to get away and, and hide in those um, gaming apps or whatever. And right now we're seeing the world one-dimensional But with extended reality technologies, the world opens up around us and gets way more complicated. Um, Imagine you turn on your phone, you can go to parties, to every location that you want to, and um, you discover things um, that you first of all, that you would like to discover, but there are also things maybe that you do not want to discover and that you do not want to see. And what happens then if you see things that you do not want to see? So, for example, advertising. I think advertising will be a really important issue. Um, And there's like nothing that bothers people more than, um, besides watching commercial, but actually paying for the content. So imagine you go to a store, to your favorite store, with your augmented reality headset on and um, you kind of like forget that your AR headset sees your complete environment around you, sees whatever you see, And you go to your store and you would like to buy some pants or whatever from a special brand. And um, everything that you see, everything that you want to buy in the store, it's recorded. And with this information, the brand will have so much new advertising getting to you um, about discounts or sales or new clothes coming in or whatever. And so, like I said, there will be a lot of advertising coming and maybe also advertising that you don't want to see or that you don't need or whatever. But I think as long as people see a value in giving away their personal data, like the Instagram filters or creating an avatar um, they will keep on doing so and I think technology is a wonderful thing that can have a positive effect on businesses but also the whole society and um, but we should always consider the impact that they could have on us in our lives and um, not just see the positive sides but also highlight um, the negative part that they could have. So we're at the end and um, thank you for listening to what's next. I hope uh, the second part was not too creepy or too scary, but (laughs) I think we need to highlight those parts too. And I hope you enjoyed it and um, please feel free to comment and um, please give me a feedback. I would love hearing from you. And if you have any topics um, that you want to be discussed on the show relating architecture and technology um, in architecture, then please feel free and send, send your suggestion. Um, Yes. Thank you so much for listening. until next time on What's Next Rethinking Architecture. Ciao, ciao.